Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Sirius XM Radio presents, in conjunction with House of Athlete, I am Athlete Tonight. What up, everyone? This is I Am Athlete Tonight. I am your host, Emmy-nominated sports analyst and amateur chef, Lee J. Doosable. And you know I got my guys with me. Real estate guru, host of Speaks on FS1. And Philadelphia Eagles all-time leading rusher, LaShawn Shady McCoy. And my other guy was a guest on Charlemagne the God's show. Hell of a week. Six-time Pro Bowl wide receiver. And UCF Hall of Famer, Brandon Marshall. What's good, fellas? What's up, Shady? Uh, Are you in Pitt's Hall of Fame? Did you go in? Oh, (laughs) he couldn't wait. (laughs) Shady, just a question. Well, um, me, myself... Just answer the question. <laughs> For sure. We haven't went in there yet. Sorry. We're still playing. We were still playing. So we'll see. We were still playing. That, that, that's There's no rule around when you can go in college, the College Football Hall of Fame at, in your, at your university. You can you could have went in after, well, the, after your rookie year. I'm not sure. I was only there for two years. I'm not sure. I mean, for five or six. Weren't you just you on campus? to be there, though. Weren't, weren't you just on campus? Could, could you have asked that question? I, sh- I didn't think to ask, but I, I can ask. And, and dudes, 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 you know? dudes. Yep. You think that's the right thing? Do they teach you that at uh, broadcasting boot camp to introduce yourself and talk about your Emmys and all of that other stuff? Is that the right thing to do? You do what you want when you pop. Oh, you do what you want when you pop. How y'all fellas doing tonight, though? B, it's been it's been a while since you've been on. Huh? Man, don't do me like that. It's only been five days. Five working days. Long time. Five working days. <laughs> <laughs> I know you've been all over the place. You've been you've been in NY. You've been in LA. Right. Yeah. Busy, it's been, busy. Yeah, man. It's it's uh it's it's wild right now. You know, we have this amazing opportunity and you know the stuff behind the scenes just to make sure we're pushing the platform forward and take advantage of opportunities. I can't wait to be honest, bro. I can't wait to get out of this phase. I think we probably have another six months to 12 months just building foundation, building our teams. You know, bringing on the right people to help us scale. We want to launch video. We want to uh, scale our, our our social content. Um, you know, it was it, it was a tough situation for me. You know, I thought Shady was going to come rock with us full time. Um, FS1 s- stood up. ESPN came into the fold. Uh, there was a few others, and 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 you know, Shady and I sat down over dinner in New York, and he said, "B, 
uh, I'm taking my talents to FS1. So I had to, I had to, I had to be agile. I had to be flexible. I had to go find somebody else. So I've been on the road just trying to find, you know, someone else that, you know, can come rock with us the other days that Shady's not on. So it's been tough. Go ahead, Shady. Yeah. Uh, no, I have much to say about that. <clears throat> um, I don't like being on where Brandon's on here. He talks <laughs> so much, right? It's like FS1. There's a lot of talking. <laughs> but you know what? Hey, I, go into detail. This, <laughs> I, I, this is what I will say, right? Before I even got on I Am Athlete, I had a lot of opportunities. So he already knew this. So it was like I was just waiting for an opportunity. I've been popping. <laughs> oh, wait. And I got to give Brandon some credit. So I watched uh, Inside the NFL. Oh, Lord. Here you go. I like yo, it. Go ahead, Shane. And, and I don't lie. When people are like, yo, how you feel about Brandon? I'm like, Brandon's a cool dude. They say, well, how you feel about him on, like, on TV? I'm only speaking on just like the uh, I Am Athlete like, um, podcast interviews. I'm like, Brandon's okay. If I say, I say, Brandon's okay. He forgets his questions sometimes, you know, and like he'll cut you off to not make a point. <laughs> so he's oh okay. God. I finally watched this dude on inside the NFL. I'm like, yo, <laughs> he's a way better person than I thought. Like, you're really good. Way, at, you're really good at TV. You're really good at it, bro. I got to give you your respect and your flowers. I didn't know. <laughs> well, you know what it is, Shady. I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, that's a that's a fair assessment. Um, what it is is I don't I don't do no lying. On I, I am athlete on I am athlete um, our weekly show. Find out on YouTube. On that show, I'm playing a different role. I'm James Brown. I'm the host, right? Like dudes, like what you're doing. Like this shit is hard to be the host, to be the driver of a show, right? This is a big deal. We're used to adding color and just talking the game. Wait, the ho- the host, you talk more than everybody, so like you can't be the host. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out so i think that's the toughest thing there right it's, it's a process i do feel like i'm getting better it's a fair assessment by you but you know how this is you know how it is shady when you go into studio man it's like walking into you know a stadium man the lights is on you got everybody the crew there you know your your, your, your co-host is right there where you can see them and you can banter back and forth even between segments it's a different type of energy a different type of juice uh, so I for sure light up when I go in the studio. Also, I, I actually want to give you guys your flowers, too. I mean, the Reggie Bush interview was amazing. But uh, getting back. Go Hold ahead, on one second. I, I mean, this is ridiculous, man. <laughs> Talk about him getting uh, walked. <laughs> I mean, he's on a seven-game drought. But the reality is these these pitchers are, 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 you know, walking him. That's a problem, man. Like, we're here to play the game. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but, like, I feel like, that should be a new rule they implement. You can't well, do that shit. You well, can't you think it. about it, B. No, man. We this is baseball. Throw no, I, I get what play, you're saying. Man. I get what you're saying. But the Blue Jays are fighting for a wild card spot. So why the hell would you pitch to their best hitter? Because that's the game. The I game mean, and, is and, the game. And they won the other day playing how they play. All the other stuff that you wonder why <laughs> the, the 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 baseball ratings is dropping and nobody want to watch this stuff. They can't reach new audiences. Yeah, but Come if on, you're man. a pitcher, do you want to be a part of history, B. Marsh? Man, listen, do your job. What did, what, did, what did the lady say? What's her name? Excuse me, I forgot. Susan okay, Wallman. Sadie is talking about right there. But what did she say? Home runs are throwing. They're not hit. Yeah, that was yeah. a good line, too. This, this, this do why, your job. This is why I hate when I'm on set with him. What is he talking about? <laughs> they shouldn't exactly. walk people. What? It's part of baseball. We're trying to win the game. It's not part Yo, of baseball, whoever, Shady. You know how it's been part of baseball for years. Let me tell you why it's not part of baseball. Because when the founding fathers 
put together this game. They said, here's a plate. You have to throw it over the plate. It is a violation, okay, if you don't go over it. Okay? It's a violation, whatever the hell you want to call it. (laughs) So what happens is all these other people come in and start strategizing, and they're saying, okay, how can we manipulate the game? So here's the guy. He's hot. He's on fire. He's knocking the ball out of the out of the park. Let's just walk him. Come on, that ain't baseball. That's manipulation. Yo, who sets up the schedules? Exactly. Who? No, 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 no. Is it Omar? Who sets up the schedules for who I'm on with? <laughs> it's Omar. <laughs> Omar, let's I'm I'm being serious. He's one of our producers. Shady McCoy is telling you right now. Stop putting me on set with Brandon Marshall. It's not good for me. And it's not good for listeners. Thank you. I'll say this, and we'll push this conversation forward. I get what you're coming, where you're coming from, right? You want, you want things? Time out. Time out. Oh, no, no, no. Hold on. No, 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 it's, no, hey, no, no, I let no, you talk. Out. Let me no, talk. No, no. I let you talk. Let me talk. Shady, how many, how many, how many Emmys do you have? Oh God. You have an Emmy. How many times were you nominated? Have you Never. even been nominated? All right. Nope. Well, your ass is a rookie on TV. What does that mean? What does that mean? You fall on my lead. I paved the way for you. What? <laughs> <laughs> that man laughing so hard he choked. Oh, my God. All right. Back to the, the regular. Yeah, but I say this to tie off this conversation, man. Like, again, B, I understand what you're, where you're coming from. It's almost like the offensive rule in football, right? It's hard to play defense now. But at the end of the day, right, Walking is part of the game. Again, the Blue Jays, for one, don't want to be a part of history. And two, they're still fighting for a wild card spot. So, again, why the hell would I pitch to the guy that is the best hitter in the league right now when I can walk around him? Now, granted, I think it's a little bushly. I think you should be able to – should have to pitch to him some part of the game. You're talking about five walks in the last two days, which is absurd. I get you from that point, that standpoint. But to Shady's point, it's part of the game. They're trying to get to the playoffs, too. They don't give a damn about his record right now. That That's just what it is. Business. <laughs> exactly. Just so they're trying to get to the playoffs. But just let's, imagine, go, let's go ahead and get into the show. Rule, just imagine if there was a rule where you couldn't do that. And where we couldn't do what? Sitting at 70 home runs right now. Talk to me. Talk, talk to me. Talk to me about the baseball ratings. Then talk to me about you know how many people are f- standing outside the, the 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 stadium, the ballpark, just watching on the jumbotrons, trying to figure out you know what's happening next. Come on, man. They're doing that already now because he's about to win the American League single season home run record. Baseball needs uh, to adapt. Yeah, go let's ahead. go ahead and get into the show. We got a lot to talk about. It doesn't seem like DeAndre Ayton is too excited to be back with the Phoenix Suns. We'll discuss that. Steve Nash says that Ben Simmons doesn't have to take a shot if he doesn't want to. Well, that's interesting. We'll also talk about that. And Greg Popovich told betters not to bet on his team, the San Antonio Spurs, to win a championship. How would you feel about that if you're a player on that team? We'll discuss that. But first, Dr. Omalu faults Tua Tungafailoa for staying in the game. He says he shouldn't have went into that game after he took that hit. Now, Dr. Bennett Omalu, who discovered CTE, which is chronic traumatic encephalopathy, 
and his efforts to make the NFL take head trauma seriously said this to TMZ, that Tua should have refused to return to play in that game. This is what he said about Tua after taking that shot and how he shouldn't have returned to play in the game. No, it won't be noted that there is no reason whatsoever for him to have come back to the game. No. Um, but again, the duty falls on the players. The NFL did not point a gun on his head and said, you must go back to play. He could have said no. Okay. Your life should be worth more to you than any amount of money. We need to have our value judgment system in place here. Your life is worth more than $10 billion. Because you can't replace your life and you have only one life. So the duty falls on the individual players, like I have always said. Now, Shady, what do you think about Dr. Almalu? Man, who is that? About, who's, that ta- who's that talking? So you remember the, the, the concussion movie, right? Yeah. Will Smith, that's him. That's Dr. Omalu. He's the one that cre- uh, that uh, discovered CTE. So, I'll say this to, this to the brother. Yeah. Thank you. I respect your, your honesty and how you feel. But at the end of the day, our, these players, myself, Brandon, you, we know what we sign up for. So mm. if he chooses to go back in the game, he knows his health ain't – he knows his own health. We don't know his health. And if he was if he was knocked out, if he was stunned, or if he wasn't, he only he knows that. And I think that people should stop, like, trying to think for players, right? If I get uh, banged up and I go back in the game, that's my choice. Mm. I know the consequences for doing that. I know the rewards for doing that. So if he thinks that it's a bigger reward to go back in the game for his teammates, for his career, for his financial reasons, whatever it is, people may just, you know, like I look at myself where I'd rather put myself on the line for my family, you know? Mm. So I, I, I understand that. Thanks, Doc. But I'm sure Tua knows what he's doing. Yeah. So, so I guess the question, dudes, is does he really know what's going on if he is dazed and confused or potentially – which seems to be the case, concussed, mm. right? Like we all saw the play. You know what I'm saying? That's why you have uh, what the NFL calls field spotters out there, independent spotters to step in so the player doesn't have to make that decision. So yeah. the team, all right, who only cares about the bottom line doesn't have to make that decision. It is clear, dudes, that Tua should not have been allowed to go back in the game. Come on, man. Yeah, I mean, and, well, he did, the thing he is, did pass the test, it, though. You said he passed what? the test. He passed the con- concussion test. Yeah, they said he passed the six-step process. And and speaking of that, the NFLPA wanted wanted to go into an investigation. Now, the review dude, of the decisions dude, hold on allow to a, Hold on one second, dudes. Yeah. Test number one, can you stand up straight and walk in a straight <laughs> line? He said, that's, that's number one. he said it was his back. He said it was his back, Brandon. Was his back broken like Tyson? <laughs> <laughs> his back was broken. You mean his back? What are you talking Spinal. about? Spinal. Spinal. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, that man was clearly dazed. If Teron yeah. Armstead isn't there, I don't, again, I think he falls on his face a couple times. Teron Armstead had to literally grab him and stop him from walking forward. I ain't never seen a back injury do that to somebody. Um, but again, like, like Shady said, he passed the concussion protocol test, and it's a six-step process, but the NFLPA, you know, wanted to do an investigation into that, and they requested this week, the and that request is underway right now, and the league provided an update into how it's going. 
The NFL senior vice president, Jeff Miller, said that the review will take one to two weeks uh, to be completed, but there have been no signs thus far that the concussion protocol was not followed by the team before uh, Tua returned to the game. This is what Jeff Miller had to say. He said, every indication from our perspective is that it was protocols were followed. I know the player, the coach, and others have spoken to this, and we are engaged in that review now. So we'll come back with a formal answer to that question, something that we want to engage in. So even if, you know, rules were broken, right, it's going to take you one to two weeks to do this investigation. Tua plays Thursday, and he'll play another game before all this, you know, the investigation findings come out. I'll ask you this, B, and, and I'll ask you next, Shady, because, Shady, you made a point saying, you know, you'd rather put it on yourself, you know, for the betterment of your family to, to, to help provide for your family. B, have you ever gone back into a game with a concussion? Yes, I did. Um, 2010, it was my contract year. I was playing for the Denver Broncos. Mm. Um Josh McDaniels just came in. That was his 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 first year's uh, head coach, and I should have got my contract extended then, but um, it just didn't work out. And so I was under a lot of pressure, you know, like a lot of us, right? And and it was like I got to get this contract. You know, I can't afford not to be on the field. We're playing against the Washington Redskins at the time in Washington, and we had this play trips right. And I was the number two guy, so I was in this slot, and I had this five-yard under route. And their back, Selvin Young was supposed to come out on the other side and pick the wheel linebacker, cover two. Uh, it was cover two. So, anyways, I come across, and I'm and I'm, you know, really believing that Selvin's going to do his job. He missed the block, and so I'm coming across the middle, you know, just 100% believing that this this guy's going to be picked up. He didn't. And he just took my head off. Mm. All right. And uh, what saved me was a TV timeout. So I sat there. I knew if I stood up and I, you know, wobbled, they were going to take me out like Tua. So I yeah. sat there on my knee and, uh, you know, the ref asked me what was going on. I said, I just need to catch my breath. So I sat there for about a minute. Then I got back in a, in a huddle because I that the only thing that was going through my mind is if I actually take a step and I walk and I and I like stat, and I'm stumbling then they're going to pull me out. Then they're going to put me in a protocol and I probably miss a couple of games, which is going to mess up my numbers. It's going to mess up my money. Right. This was the one time that I had this opportunity. So I played uh, through it. And, and for about three weeks, you know, I couldn't even tie my shoe. I couldn't close my eyes. Wow. It was brutal. And, uh, you know, my wife, Mishi, she looked at me and she said, you can never do that again. You know, and, and to be honest, and this is, you know, I don't think Shady went this deep, but like, I would probably do it again. Yeah. Right. Because I'm thinking about $50 million, you know, that's at stake, you know, and, and that's the reality. If, if you don't play through that, right. Then they're going to use that against you and say, you know what? Well, you, you didn't have a thousand yards this year. You only had 700. So that puts you right around the, the range of a $6 million receiver. Yeah. So I had one before and um, you know, it's a tough situation for some of these guys. And it just sucks that this is a part of our game. Yeah. Shady, have you ever been in that situation like B, caught a concussion and decided to continue to play? Uh, well, unlike him, you know, it's hard to hit me. I, I see that he gets hit a lot, you know what I mean? And he's not as elusive or as talented oh my God. as I am. But I'll say this. Um, I, I've, I've, uh, I've played games where um, I might not have been 100%. 
not sure if it's concussion based, but more just where I broke my ribs and uh, I really shouldn't have played that game, right? Broke my ribs, sort of like how Herbert has his broken ribs or or yeah. the cartilage is all torn in, in there. But I kept playing. Like I, I was, I was, you know, uh, well, it was an all pro year I had, my third year. I kept playing. Like I, I'm about to cash out. I ain't going to mess this up. Yeah, because my family needed that. You know what I'm saying? They they mm-hmm. were dependent on me. So, so yeah, I played. Yeah, there's and I would do it, and I would do it again. Yeah, there's been instances where, like you, Shady, um, had an ankle injury. Probably shouldn't have played. Couldn't barely put any weight on it. But you know, we had the Toradol shots and pills back in the day. Um, to your point, it was my contract year going into year four, and I was like, I got to be out here no matter what. Like that, I got people dependent on me. And I also got to prove that I can be healthy, right? I hadn't really missed any games because to Brandon's point, once you go down and miss a couple of games, they try to use that against you in negotiations, right? But dudes, so, but dudes, like you know, going back to what Doc said, he said, you know, your life yeah. is worth more than ten billion dollars. And For uh, him. I think we, I think we, but you don't agree, Shady? No, I don't believe in that. So, so if you had to pick between a, a a a life filled with head trauma and so many struggles and problems or even death for $10 million. The like, thing, come on, we're, 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 come on, bro. We're. The thing is, it's like, yo, like it's, it's an uncomfortable conversation, but yeah, it's, it's reality. Like, for example, if, if I had a chance to, to give my family $10 million that I work hard for, right. For my son, you know, for my mom, my dad, this name and like my family. I would do that. My nieces and nephews coming from where I come from, I would do that. I would put down the line and, you know, that's because that's the way I had to get out. Right. That's the way for me to get out, my family get out, is for me to play ball. So I'm going to do that. Same thing if I was a boxer or whatever I am. Mm. I'm going to put my body on the line for my family, for my children. Like, you would do the same. Well, hopefully you well, would Well, I do said it. No, I, but that's what I said. I said I would do it again. I went back to my story in 2010 when my contract was coming up. Right, but that's right, why right. I think it's so important for – the NFL and the spotters to get it right because that's the mindset of most athletes, right? And then also from a team, you can't trust the team because the team don't give a damn about you. The team care about wins and losses. And the the, the difference is once I got my first contract, you know what I'm saying? Like 45 million dollars to a 22 guarantee. Once I got my money, I was like, all right, so now I can play safe. Yeah. Coach, I ain't feeling good today. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. But you know so, what's funny about yeah. this, these stories? That we all were talking about it, like, on our rookie deals, right? I think mm-hmm. to Shady's point, it changes your mindset once you feel like, you know, financially you're a little bit more secure. Like, I right, coach, like, look here, my ankle's falling off. I, I, I tried to go. I can't go for you today. I got broken ribs. I can't go for you today. But as, on that rookie deal, you like, I can't miss no games. Like, they going to hold that against me in negotiations. Well, listen, I, I know we were supposed to push the conversation forward, but uh, this is a cool conversation. But but you're here. Just say that. <laughs> you silly. Um, Cut doozy off three, four, five times. Yeah, you did. Well, because you know why? Because I, because I, 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 you know, I'll say it. You hurt my feelings, Shady. You hurt my feelings. Like, you know, you're like, I don't want to be on with Brandon. And so I don't instead of me telling this you reason, this is the reason why <laughs> <laughs> instead of me telling you that you hurt my feelings like a real man should. But, you know, man, we try to act all macho instead of me telling you you hurt my feelings. You know, I was like, oh, hold on, dudes. Wait, no, yeah. I'm gonna get them you back. ain't gonna cut me off no more. The rest of the show. I won't. Either. I won't. But I'm gonna pull you hurt my feelings. Do you want to apologize? <laughs> apologize for what? 
Yo, you hurt my feelings, bro. Do you, man, like you hurt my feelings. Man. You said you don't want to be on with me. Oh my god. You still my boy. <laughs> you still my brother. You still my guy. All right. Well, apologize. I just don't wanna... oh, apologize. No. Apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Oh, god. Uh, but no, real quick, dudes. Um, yeah. So Monday night, I'm in New York uh, preparing for the show that Shady says that I'm good on inside the <laughs> NFL, and I'm laying in bed. Okay, and I'm falling asleep. The end of the Giants, the Cowboys Giants game. And literally, as I'm about to turn off the, the 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 TV, it's like a minute left in the game. The announcer says Sterling Shepard goes down, mm. and I look up, and you see him fall, non-contact injury. Okay, and um, I'm like, holy crap! I played with Shep when I played with the Giants. I played with him and Odell, and I literally got out my bed, called an Uber, and went to the stadium. Okay, got there around midnight. Because I knew how important this moment was for him and his psyche. Mm. And, I'm, and as I'm sitting there talking to him about his injury, now this is three years in a row, okay? Last year was the Achilles. The year before that was like hamstrings and all kinds of stuff. And I'm talking to him, and he's telling me what's going on, how his body was feeling. And the first thing that came to my mind as I'm sitting in his living room was like, yo, athletes, we, we, we need to do a better job of taking care of ourselves. Like we talked about, okay, our rookie deals and, and rushing back and why we play through things. But think about that. You rush back because you feel like you're going to lose your spot or you're not going to get the money. Your body's not right. And then you end up getting hurt again because your body's in compensation. And now what do you have? Right? Mm-hmm. So it, it's a tough situation, but I, what I would like to see moving, moving forward is our guys saying, you know what? The doctor said six months, but I'm going to go nine months. Cause I want to make sure that I'm, really prepared and my body is bulletproof and ready for whatever's coming my way through 16 seasons or 80 games or whatever sport that you play. We don't do enough job, bro, like taking care of ourselves and really doing the, 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 the best we can to protect ourselves. Yeah. And I'll say this to tie this off. I, I get that being, and it sounds really great, but like a guy like Sterling, right? I think he had to take a, a pay cut this year. Um, rushing back from that injury, not rushing back, but you're saying take a little bit longer to come back from that injury. Again, he already took a pay cut. So it's kind of like he's on his last straw there. So you got to do whatever you can do to get back on the field because again, yeah, he might be financially secure, but he's still got his family to take care of. And if he can't go out there and perform, he's not getting next year's money. You know what I'm saying? So it goes back to that conversation. Yeah. But look at this situation right now. Right. So he took a pay cut. He's supposed to make what almost $9 million. He took a pay cut. Now he made to down to three. Yeah. Right. So he goes out there, maybe not 100%. Yeah. Hey, okay, now what happens it. next year? Now he's going to go back and potentially p- play, probably play for league minimum. League minimum. Yeah. Right. That's probably what's going to happen. What if, you know, he actually took the time and it's not just Sterling because that's my brother, but it's a lot of athletes. But what if he took his time? Right. And they say, you know what? We were, we wanted to give you three, but we're going to give you one. All right. But he's like, all right, cool. That's fine. I'm going to make sure my body's right. So he takes his time. He's 100% bulletproof. Goes out there, ball out. And now he's back on the t- back at the table, and they're like, hey, let's give you that $8 million again. Let's give you a two for 16. You proved that you were healthy. That's all I'm saying. I think it's, you know, we need to play chess and not checkers. 
Hi, this is Lindsay Rhodes, host of the NFL Roadshow podcast. Now that the NFL season is finally underway, we'll be filling your podcast feeds with three, yes, three fantastic podcasts every week. On Mondays, we'll be reacting to all of the action from the weekend's games. Wednesdays are for a deeper dive into one specific topic. And Fridays, we'll give you a bite-sized episode with all of my various fantasy football thoughts. You can listen to all of these NFL Roadshow episodes on the SXM app or wherever you stream your podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Life is a highway. And on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to I Am Athlete Tonight. I'm your host, Lee J. Doosable, with my guys, LaShawn Shady McCoy and Brandon Marshall. It looks like DeAndre Aiden isn't happy to be back with the Phoenix Suns. And he says that he hasn't spoken to his head coach, Monty Williams, since he was benched during a stunning Game 7 loss to the Dallas Mavericks. Here's DeAndre Aiden saying he hadn't talked to Monty since going all the way back to the game versus the Dallas Mavericks in May. How have you and Monty kind of been able to move I haven't spoken to Monty. Yeah, no, I haven't spoken to him at all. Ever since the game. So, not, not even, not even up. I'm here. You have to be here. Don't worry. When I'm in between those lines now, I just work. You know, I'm not playing for myself. I'm open this issue across my chest and then I'm going back half the rest. You can talk to Monty, what would you want to talk to him? What would you want to tell him? I can show him better than I can tell him. Now, LaShawn <laughs> Shady McCoy, to me, it sounds like DeAndre Ayton. It, it goes to the old line we used to say in the locker room, playing around. Like, I just work with y'all. You know what I'm saying? We ain't friends. I just, I just work with y'all. He said, you know what it is in between these white lines? And I, I thought it was something else, too, that he cut off the reporter when he asked him about money. He said, quickly, I haven't talked to money. Um, so, LaShawn, what do you think about DeAndre uh, Ayton's response 
to the reporter asking him about Monty and then his whole res- response about being with the Phoenix Suns this year. Oh, it's tension. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's spicy and Phoenix. Whoa. I just think that he, he meant it. Like, look, man, I ain't, I'm not really that happy. He said, I'm all right. How you feel to be here? I'm all right. Yeah. He basically told you, listen, man. He said, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. I, I don't like how I've been treated, so I'm treating it like a business. I got my money. When I'm here, I'm playing for not just myself, but my teammates. And after I, and after I get in the shower, after practice, I'm going home, but I don't want to talk to anybody. He's making it clear that there's beef and there's tension. Well, he took it one step for, uh, forward after that because a reporter asked him about his new deal, and this is what DeAndre Ayton had to say about his new deal. I was happy. It was all done, I guess. That's it? Yep. yep. <laughs> now, B, Whoa. if you're truly happy to sign a four-year, $130 million deal to be back with the team that drafted you number one overall, do you sound like that? No, here's the reality, man. Um, this is a really good team. Uh, they should have won it two years ago. Um, They're uh, super competitive last year, and they could have won it last year. Um, hell, they could have won it back-to-back, if we being honest, right? Um, they, they're that good. CP3 banged up at the wrong times. You know, a couple guys go down here and there. Booker went down at the wrong time last year as well for a couple of games. Um, but the reality is Aiton, uh, a, a lot of people feel that he's a freak athlete, but immature. You know how we talk about Kyler Murray? It's like he's streaming. Should he be studying, doing that? That's who Aiton is. He's trash. Aiton, no, but Aiton played his role. You're like Aiton. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, you, your example, and I'm saying that the player you use is trash. Kyler he's Murray? Trash. Wow. I'm overhyped, overrated. Trash? He put like a he put like high school player. Runs around. <laughs> I, think, I think he's overhyped. Runs backwards. He does a circle, the ballerina circle, then goes left, goes right, turns all the way around again, then looks for a wide receiver. He's trash. That's so not how you Mahomes, play quarterback. So Mahomes can do He that. ain't Mahomes. And let me tell you about Mahomes real quick. Majority of Mahomes' passes are timing, right? Third step, hit, boom, balls out. Fifth step, boom, balls out. Now, sometimes he he, he goes off script because we all can do that. So I, I, I'm running to the left sometimes, running to the right sometimes, but then I might stop and cut back. I go off script. Not every pass. Every pass is holding the ball. Let's make a miracle. Just watch the guy. Every game he's played, watch him play. It's, it's really embarrassing, to be honest. Like, who's coaching this kid? Now, when they say, we want you to, we want to sign you a big contract for $100 million, but you gotta watch certain film. Now that makes sense. I see why. Because he ain't reading no coverages. When a when a quarterback look to all you listeners out there, when a quarterback is running around like that all day, all night, all game, that's because he's not reading any coverages. Mm. That's facts. And you know that, Brandon. Marshall, the beast. <laughs> Listen, this is what the I would say. The goddess all decade I'm not, team. I'm I'm <laughs> this is what I would say. And, and hopefully Kyler is listening. I'm not in that room. I don't know what he's being taught. I don't know what his progressions are. I don't know what his reads are. What I do know, the wide receivers there, they're struggling. Mm. What I do know is they can't wait to get D-Hop back. So sometimes when the guys around you may not be playing at the level they should be playing, you go out there and you make up stuff, Shady. That's all I'm saying, right? Like he's he been like, So every game he's doing that? 
could he potentially be overcompensating? He's first of all, he's always played like that. The problem, you don't know, the problem is the problem is last year when he was doing it, when they were winning, it worked. How long can that work? Think about this though. Think about playing a game of wide receiver where, yo, they say, yo, you got to come back route, drive it to ten to twelve, come back. You think we got that break? That ball may be there. If you play for the Cardinals, the ball, <laughs> the ball won't be there. Now, you, you do the comeback at 12. You come back, looking for the ball. Oh, it's not there. He's scrambling. Oh, so you go deep. Then you go left. You go right. Them dudes is tired. <laughs> Yo, and one play is like four plays for the Cardinals. All this I'm is, saying. It's, all it's, I'm real, real quick, real, real, real quick, real quick. He had an interview the other day, right? I don't know if you guys heard it. You know I'm on mainstream TV, so they talk about it. This guy, yo, and and in his interview, he's all depressed, right? He's like, terrible body language, terrible body language. That's what he says. I'm just saying, man, when you play with me, like, no place dead, you know? Yeah, I I, remember that. I have have free range to do anything I want, so just know that when I'm in the game, when I'm playing, you know, you're playing with no, if he said, when you're playing with me, every play's alive at any given second, I could do whatever I want. I'm like, what, what does that, that mean for the that's quarterback? Scary, that's that's scary like some running back. Like, yo, I'm running around shaking dudes. Listen, wide receivers always block because you never know. I might come to your side. <laughs> Not the quarterback. No, but – Brandon, you want to play with him. You, you want to play with him. You know we practice scramble rules. Uh, scramble shit. drill every – Not every bro, play, every, every third down. So hold on. Let's, hold on, scramble let's, drill. Tell, the, let's, tell, the, let's tell the audience. I mean, you guys probably – You can tell Brandon, them. We know this, what a scramble drill is. Scramble drill you is – tell Back drops back. He's supposed to go through his progression, you know, first read, second read, third read's probably not there. May get a little pressure. Now he gets out of pocket. He's running around. Now everybody has rules. This guy that's high, you go, you continue to go high. You may go up, then come back down. So that's what we're talking about, scramble drills. I disagree with Shady McCoy. Uh, they damn, they just put the highlights on um, in the studio right now. I'm watching this highlight. Don't it, don't it look bad? It look bad. He played backyard football. <laughs> I'm backyard like, you know, football. That's the first way that came up. He running out. He all the way by the sideline. <laughs> <making him fast. laughs> I mean, Brandon, he, he scrambled one play for 28 seconds, B. Bro, he had to he had to do what he had to do to make the, <laughs> Did he make the play? That's what Coach Chan Gailey used to tell me all the time. He didn't last week versus the I Rams. With the Jets. I'm like, Coach, damn, man, you said you wanted that, that comeback at 15. I got the 13, my bad. But I would catch the ball. You know, he'd be like, Brandon, did you make the play? I said, yeah, I made the play. He said, that's all that matter. So that's did he funny. make the play, dudes, off that 28-second scramble? He made it. Okay, then that's all that matters. But that's not viable offense, and we know that. This yeah. is I Am Halfley tonight. I'm your host, Lee J. Doosable, with my guys, Brandon Marshall and LaShawn Shady McCoy. And Steve Nash says he doesn't care if Ben Simmons ever shoots a jump shot for the Brooklyn Nets. Kyler Murray's never coming on this show. <laughs> because of the versatility <laughs> and unique skill set that he You bet not. I'm going to let it have him. <laughs> <laughs> this is what Steve Nash said to ESPN in regards to Ben Simmons. He said, he's very unique. That's what makes Ben great. That's why I don't care if he ever shoots a jump shot for the Brooklyn Nets. He's welcome to, but that is not what makes him special and not what we need. He's a great uh, compliment to our team, and he's an incredible basketball player because of his versatility. Chill out, be okay. Here's what Ben Simmons had to say about helping the Brooklyn Nets. There's so many ways you can affect the game, and it's not just scoring, it's not just defense. I can't be on. Um, um, I feel like I, I cover most of those things. Um, obviously, I have weaknesses in my game, but I'm like, Yo, that's God, everybody. Can I be the first to ask how many threes you're going to take this year? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> that man ain't going to take no threes. You need to stop lying. 
Shady man, if if he's the, terrible, if the Nets get oh, a healthy Lord. Ben Simmons, no, no, now Ben ain't gonna come on this show. God. You already know how Yo, Shady, Shady feels a certain nah, way about Ben Simmons because of the Sixers. Nah, you already know that. But I, I, I wouldn't even say honestly. I wouldn't even come at him crazy. I would just ask him simple questions like, "Why don't you want to shoot the ball? You're six ten. Why, why don't you want to shoot the ball? He's scared to shoot free throws. Why, why? I, I, he's gonna answer that question, not you. <laughs> I'm gonna ask him stuff like, "Why you don't shoot the ball? Um." Is it safe to say that you're kind of like I don't know, mentally weak at times? Oh, because well, these are questions. Yo, you know, no, no, because I'm not coming at for real talk. I'm not even coming at him. I'm trying to understand it because if he says, "Yo, you know what?" At sometimes, yes, I, I can say I might have been mentally weak and I couldn't deal with the, the pressure of Philadelphia. I respect that because that's a hard place to play at, right? So I get it. But when a coach says, "Hey, I don't mind if you don't shoot the ball. He's so talented," you say that now. Because I said the same thing. I'm like, man, he's 6'10". He played great defense. He rebounds. He passed the ball. He don't need to shoot the ball. Until we get into a situation where you got to shoot the ball. And I'm like, yo, <laughs> this dude is soft as cotton. Oh, Lord. But, but For hey, real. Hey, listen, I was, uh, you and know. La- and last before I let you answer. You, <laughs> the dudes, I'm sure you know because you, you're kind of on it. Brandon's not really on it. <laughs> when they talked about him not shooting the ball, do you know the player that, that he was about to shoot the ball against and the paint. It was a guard. It was against. like a guard. It was a guard. But, but I, I, I want Brandon to answer. Do you know who it was? No, ask the question again. Sorry, I was laughing at All you. All right. Deep in the playoffs. Right. I won't tell, I won't tell you the team, but it, it was a guard, right, that he didn't shoot the ball against. An easy layup. Two years ago. And listen, two years ago. Now listen. Okay. He, he, they, so um, he didn't shoot the ball, right? And I think he passed it to another player to lay it up. The player got fouled. The player made a shot and missed the, made a free throw and missed a free throw. Right. And that was like the difference in the, of the game. And B talked about it. Right? So my thing is, do you know the player that he didn't want to shoot the ball against under I the do, basket? I do not recall. But I remember Trey that. Trey Young. Trey That's Young, it. bro. You know That's Trey. That's right. Wow. Trey, you know how tall he is? He's my wow. He's my height. <laughs> I Am Athlete Tonight is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. Support I Am Athlete Tonight with a five-star rating and by leaving a review. That's a big deal, guys. Stop being lazy. Pick up your phones and leave a review and give us a five-star rating. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Want more? Catch the full two hours of I Am Athlete Tonight weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, SiriusXM Channel. 82. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash IAA Tonight Trial to start your free trial today. SiriusXM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.